Hi, I'm Melanie Patterson from Christchurch in New Zealand. Doug Prinsker from Pretoria. Anand Trivedi from India. Sue Crawford from Peter Maritzburg. Patrick Miner from Nairobi, Kenya. Chriselle Roberts from Stainerton and Mpumbalanga. I'm Brigitte Seiperstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Numte Tsangobese from Deben in South Africa. I'm Patrick from the shores of Lake Geneva in Switzerland. And you're listening to Run with Coach Perry. Welcome back to yet another edition of Run with Coach Parry. I'm Brad Brown. Good to have you with us again. We've got uh, Lindsay Parry with us uh, once again as well. And we've got uh, another guest, another runner that we're going to help uh, achieve some goals on today's podcast. Lindsay, welcome back uh, again. Nice to nice to touch base. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure talking to you and the runners, Brad. Awesome stuff. Well, our guest today is a member of the Coach Perry online community, and uh, she's a recent member, and I'm quite excited because uh, we, we've got a, a really wide spectrum of runners. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of runners in there who are, are running comrades and ultra marathons, but we, we're starting to, to really pick up uh, a good few runners who are, are getting going and getting into the sport and are, are setting some really awesome goals, and, and I think Jillian's one of them. She's got some, some pretty cool goals she wants to achieve. Jillian, welcome on to, on to Run. Thanks for, for taking the time to chat to us this morning. Thanks very much for having me. Julian, before we get into your sort of athletic history and uh, some of the stuff you're doing, why, why are you a member of the Coach Barry community? What's, uh, what's, the, what's the story? Why did you, why did you join us? Um, I think that I need the inspiration to keep going because I've struggled with, um, <laughs> with um, sort of keeping up um, the commitment in the past. And so I'm trying to get more involved and educate my, myself more <clears throat> on, on running generally um, so that I can achieve my goals. Fantastic. Let's talk about some of those goals. What, what's the plan? What are, you, what are you hoping to achieve? Well, in the meantime, it's just running comfortably for like 30 minutes without any pain in my knee um, just to get back into it. Um, and then I'd like to set interim goals along the way and ultimately get to comrades. Um, yeah. Cool. Sounds awesome. Well, I'm going to hand you over to Lindsay now. Lindsay, you've got uh, Gillian's uh, sort of questionnaire. We, we sent through a questionnaire before people get on the call so we know a bit of the running history and, and what the activity levels are right now and what some of the goals are. So I'm going to hand you over to, to, to Gillian, Lindsay, if that's cool, and uh, we, can, we can take it from there. Cool. Um, yeah, Gillian, before... I give you an opportunity to ask me um, the questions that you've got and, and, and prepared. I just want to ask you, in, besides rest, what else have you done um, to, in terms of rehabilitation for your knee? And also, when you injured your knee originally uh, when you were rowing at school, did you get an actual diagnosis? Now, do you know what the the actual injury is in the, in the knee? Um, at that stage, so that was when I was about 15, um, they said, I, I saw a physio and they said it was um, chrondomalacia, okay. my patella. Yeah. Um, and more recently, um, when I saw a bio, um, they said it was like just my legs were all, um, there was an imbalance in the, in the strength of the muscles, some muscles very weak, and then others much stronger, and so there's a co they're compensating, um, and yeah. So I have um, I have got a stretching program which I'm trying to do um, from a bio, and um, and then I'm just trying to roll 
and FOMO on my legs. Okay. And, and, and so no, no, no strength training or proprioceptive exercises um, to help because effectively, look, chondromalacia patella, if you had that, you can't diagnose without actually looking in underneath the patella because okay. really what that means is that you've got sandpaper for cartilage on the underside of the patella. What you've had then and have now is what we call patella femoral knee pain. So whether that whether that um, that cartilage is roughed up or not, we don't know. But what is definitely happening is that there's contact between your patella and one of your uh, either the inside or outside of the groove where your your femur is, where the kneecap runs. So we we need to stop that. Okay. Um, otherwise, as you get to a certain point in the mileage, what happens is that the rubbing eventually becomes too much and it gets sore. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, 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 the easiest exercises to do to ensure that you have proper patella tracking are very simple 30-degree uh, single-leg squats. Okay. Step-ups onto a low step. And... Um, knee extensions, but literally only the last 30 degrees of the knee extension because we're trying to strengthen the little muscle on the inside um, with those. So if you do those three exercises, you should create enough strength in your, um, in your quadriceps that they will then help that patella to run through the groove as it should. And then the other thing to do is to do some balancing type of exercises. So you're going to put down some pillows or if you do go to a gym, you use the hair jogs or, or Bozu ball or, or Airx pad. Like you're looking for a slightly unstable surface. You stand on that with barefoot in a stalk stand. So you're basically balancing on one leg. And when you get really good at that, you start doing it with your eyes closed. And you'll do that on both legs, both sides, regardless of which side is sore. And then ultimately, if you can get someone to throw balls at you while you are balancing, to totally throw you out so that you really just teach the muscles to turn on and off at the right time so that you create a very stable knee. And again, the idea of that is so that that, that patella moves nice, nicely through that groove. Okay. <clears throat> then the second thing you are, that you would do to combat that you are doing anyway, and that is following a very progressive program um, that will allow you to build up slowly. And if it allows you to build up slowly enough, then it should also contribute to strengthening the right structures so that you don't go back into a point where there's particular weakness. How, um, um, how, how much I can push my body? Because before, years ago, I could just run for 30 minutes after not running for a while and I could do that and like no problem <laughs> or or once I built up um I was running for two hours with with no problem at all and now after not running for a long time um I'm sort of I'm impatient with the shorter distances and I want to I want I want to just keep on going so after <clears throat> I do the session where I'm walking for three minutes and running for two and um, for 20 25 minutes I feel like I can just carry on going further um so what I struggle with is actually stopping and saying no like that's enough <laughs> so, so yeah it, it, 
in the short term, you need to. Okay, and and it 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 just goes back to exactly what I've explained now. So on a cardiovascular level, you could quite possibly do a lot more than what you're doing now. But on a physical, muscular, skeletal level, that is why you keep running into problems, in particular with the knee. So what you could do to kind of alleviate some of that the, the frustration and not being able to get the cardiovascular work which you'd like to do is to do this these sessions at or close to a gym so that when you finish you then jump onto a bike and then you can work yourself quite hard cardiovascularly on a bike or an elliptical or on the stairmaster but something that does not require high impact because that will then um, protect your, your knee and um, in the short term, possibly the stairmaster may also just be a little bit hard. But if you do a little bit of stairmaster, a little bit of elliptical, a little bit of cycling, and you do those all fairly hard, then you will get good cardiovascular benefits from that while you then just gradually build up the running until it gets to a point where you are, where that need to actually feel like I've done some exercise gets satisfied. But in terms of the running, like this little saying that I've, that I've, got is that the slower you progress the more sustainable the running will be so if you are really patient the, the thing is that it's it's really only the beginning that is this frustrating once you get to the end and you actually get to running 10ks the transition from 10ks to 21ks is is quite quick and there's quite a lot of running involved in that and then someone who does come from a slightly competitive um exercising background once you get to that 21k level you could then start looking at uh, getting a more advanced program for either running a very fast 10 or running a very fast 21 um, before progressing onto the marathon or it can just be like a very gradual stepwise progression up to the marathon but from now we're sitting in june Giving yourself a year to get to 2018 is very possible. Um, and certainly there's very little chance that if you build this up slowly that you won't be able to toe the line in, in 2019. Um, but I would say you, at the very least, will be running uh, – not comrades, you'll be running marathons around April, May next year, um, which would – you know. It, that's eight months. It's, it's, it sounds like maybe a lot, but eight months goes really, really quickly. Um, so I think be patient for the first 12 weeks. The next 12 weeks will progress quite quickly. And suddenly at the end of the year, you'll find yourself fit and enjoying running and running pain-free, which I think is quite important for you. Okay, great. <laughs> cool. I'll help if I turn my mic on again. Uh, I'm not sure if you've got any other questions for, for Lindsay Gillian. Are you, you quite happy with that? I mean, that... I think just so you know, you're not alone in thinking that you're, yeah. you're, you're sort of frustrated because you feel like you can be doing more. And I think that's probably one of the biggest mistakes people make when they first get started, Lindsay, is, is they, they feel exactly that, that they think, well, this can't be working because I feel like I can do more. So they do do more. They then break down, get injured, get sick, and then they have to start back at square one. And that consistently building slowly then starts from scratch and you never really progress further than what you have done in the past. Yeah, you, the, the people that are... The, the greater your, your natural cardiovascular conditioning is, the greater your risk is of picking up an injury because the greater the chances are that you're just going to do 
too much. So you haven't run, as an example, if you haven't run for, for 18 months, you think 5Ks is nothing. But if you go out and do 5Ks, you've suddenly increased from zero to 5,000 steps. So that is 5,000 repetitions or 2,500 on each joint on each muscle, on each ligament. So that is a very big jump from nothing to 5,000. And that's why you need to be patient. And the slower you build up, the lower your risk of injury, and the greater your chances of really enjoying it once you do start to get um, musculoskeletally fit. When that starts to catch up with your cardiovascular fitness, then you really do start to enjoy running because it's comfortable. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and and a good example would be my my story last year with uh, with Ironman South Africa where I was struggling with a back injury and because I was I was fairly fit on the bike and fairly fit uh, swimming wise, I thought you know what, I can just go and run 1021 and I just kept on breaking down and literally 4 weeks before race day I said that's it, I'm starting from scratch. I'm walking 30 minutes a day, 4 days a week and I took that training program that you're on right now Julian that's on the comrades uh, on coach Perry's website. And, and started from scratch where I was walking and it was as frustrating as ever. I, I, I absolutely hated it, but I was running pain-free eight months later and I was back to the distances that I wanted to be doing, which was, uh, which was amazing. So you're on track. Uh, as frustrating as it can be at times, you're definitely on track. And uh, if anybody's listening to this, if you want to download one of those training programs, the website to get to is coachperry.com forward slash start. I don't know if you've got any other questions. I think that's it. And uh, we've got the forums. You, you can hop in at any time. Lindsay's in there every day as well and you can get your questions asked. And that's, I think, one of the big benefits of being part of that uh, Coach Perry community. You can go to coachperry.com forward slash join if you want to join. Julian, anything anything else from you? No, that's all. Thanks very much. It's very helpful. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Lindsay, thank you for your time once again. Much appreciated. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up in the forums, I'm sure. Yes, we will. Have a good one, Brad. <laughs>